Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio with your hosts, Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeyer. Merging spirituality and business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hi everyone, it's Megan Crandallmeyer here. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio. Um, I also have Daniel Scranton here today. Hi, Daniel. Hello. <laughs> I had muted myself. Just, it, it's so weird because I called in on the guest number, but it was talk, the, the blog talk lady was talking to me as if I was the host, so I was like a little confused about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all still trying to figure out the technology of this. Just, um, awesome. Blog talk world. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you are here today, and we actually also have Rachel here today. That we actually we didn't expect her to be able to be here. She was doing her civic duty, and she was uh, at jury duty, but they let her out early. So, welcome, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rachel. So, yeah, so let's just, uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, our network here. This show is part of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, and it's a network for all things metaphysical, and we have a fabulous team assembled. Uh, you can look for us on Facebook on the Enlightenment Evolution Network page, and we have radio shows um, pretty much every day of the week now. Uh, so here is what is coming up. Let's see. Wow. There we go. Um, Tuesday, July 22nd, so starting in a few weeks at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, we have Victoria Vibes Kong, and she will host Earth Sky People Radio, your bridge between heaven and earth. She'll talk about living in oneness with one another, with Mother Earth, and with life beyond Earth. And Wednesdays at... 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with Rob Gauthier. He's the creator of this network, and he hosts the show and often channels Treb, a benevolent reptilian, I believe, who is amazing. He also hosts special guests such as channelers and other metaphysical teachers, and you can find more information on Rob at the Enlightenment Evolution Network on Facebook and at trebchanneling.com. Thursdays at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific, we have Philip Malika's Consciousness Evolution Hour. On Philip's show, he'll be discussing in depth a wide range of metaphysical topics from the perspective of the fifth dimension. You can find Philip and the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook. And Philip also has a YouTube page, and so if you search Philip Malico, you can find him there. Friday night, starting in July at 9 p.m. Oh, it is July. Yay! What, July 11th? <laughs> I think it's the 11th, yeah. yeah. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific is the Earth Experience with Kalina Angel. And then Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, we have the Odyssey Ascension with Roxanne Swainhart. Join the one and only Roxy for two hours of Blow Your Mind Ascension downloads. 
Be open, be ready, and just be with us while we answer your questions about past lives, ETs, soul purpose, energy activations, and all things ascension. And Daniel, do you want to talk about your show? Sure. Um, we're also going to have Karen Newman on Sundays uh, coming up also in July. I think the same as uh, Victoria's show. So like uh, that, that same week will be Karen Newman's new show on Sundays. And then on Mondays we got Daniel Scranton with uh, Heart to Heart Talk Radio. And um, my show's currently starting at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern but that's going to change with the seasons um, because I'm such an avid hiker. Uh, this coming Monday, I have a guest on my show named Christine Meyer. Christine is a blogger and a mother and a life coach and um, someone that I've known for several years to be um, someone with a tremendous spiritual practice and just a great human being, so I'm excited to have her on my show, and uh, she and I haven't spoken uh, in a long time, so it'll be fun to catch up with her. So we'll be taking calls, too, because like I said, she is a life coach, and she's, you know, she's working with clients all the time, so we'll take calls um, on whatever anyone wants to talk about. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Um, So today I definitely want to talk to Daniel a bit about his growing business because it's been kind of fun to to watch that grow over the past, you know, six, eight months since I've been uh, following his channelings. Um, But Daniel, I'd love to just introduce you a little more to our audience and maybe you can give us uh, a little feedback on how this all started. I'm kind of interested to know just a touch about your childhood and were you <laughs> open and aware of things beyond normal or well, I, had a, I had a very interesting childhood there um in Connecticut, which is where uh, Rachel and Megan live, and uh you've both always lived there, right? I actually lived in Minnesota for ten years I grew up here, yeah, yeah, okay um. Well, I grew up in Connecticut. I spent the first uh, almost 18 years of my life there, and um, and I was raised Catholic. And we went to uh, we went to church every Sunday, and 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 I also went to CCD, which I'm not really sure what that stands for, but people who are Catholic know what that means. <laughs> so you know, it's like teaching kids more about the church and the doctrine and all that stuff. Uh, the D is probably for doctrine or dogma or something. Um, yeah, probably. So, and my mom actually taught it. Um, she, I, I didn't last in her class very long, but I, but she was one of the teachers. So, so it was a very Catholic upbringing, which is apparently what I wanted. Um, and my experience of it was one of fear, mostly. Um, so I was mostly just afraid of God and afraid of not being good, uh, good enough Christian, and um, just wanting to please God, and which is kind of like, you know, I, I can't really blame any of that on Catholicism because that's kind of like my one of my themes for this lifetime <laughs> anyway. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, but my experience of being raised Catholic was one of just 
yeah, 100% believer in everything they said and um, and thought that I should be better in, uh, at being a Catholic. And it wasn't until I left for college that I, I would even go to church in my teens by myself. Like if no one else was going, I'd get in the car and go by myself. That's how, that's how much I, I was like, you know, a firm believer. And, um, which is funny because it wasn't like, you know, cause I still went out with my friends and drank beer and, you know, chased girls and all that stuff. Like I wasn't, you know, the, the, the type of like uptight person in my social or, you know, I played, I, I was, it was weird that I had like this aspect of myself that was, I, I noticed like none of my friends were, none of my friends were, and I went to Catholic high school too, which that, that just compounded all of it. So I, I would just notice none of my friends seemed to really care about what they were teaching us or even be paying attention. And I was like sitting there going, wow, this, you know, I need to like get my shit together, you know? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> my, my, uh, yeah, my Catholic shit together. So, um, yeah, I went to college and, uh, I, I was never really, I, I was never really a huge fan of the no sex before marriage teaching, you know? So, so I didn't follow that one. And, um, and I went to college and when I went to college, I just completely stopped going to church or believing in, in any of it. And, and actually college, my my experience there was with learning about all the different mythologies from all the different cultures and human history and and being a psychology major and you know i just i i learned so much about the world that i didn't know i i i had a very narrow scope of everything being raised Catholic, I didn't even understand that there were other sects of Christianity. I didn't understand like that other men who wore collars could get married. Like I just, it, it, I just thought it was all like this is it. And so like everything broadened my horizons when I went to college, and and eventually just became an atheist because none of it made none of it seemed to like make sense to me anymore that what I, you know, what I had learned was actually the one truth uh, in all my years growing up. So my, my upbringing and, and, you know, that, that definitely opened my mind to go to college, but I still just went from Catholic to atheist. And then eventually I had my spiritual awakening in around 1999. Um, So that was the first, time I ever believed in any of the stuff that we take for granted now. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I, it's funny how we all get to where we are now. I was raised with really no religion and yeah. was always just kind of wondering. Didn't I wasn't convinced that any particular religion had the right answer and everybody else was wrong. That didn't feel right to me. But um, so tell us about your awakening. What, what did that involve? Was that slow, dramatic? I would say it was, it was uh, slow and at the same time it was immediate because it wasn't, it wasn't like I ever doubted anything. Like I basically um, was told by this 
employer that I had who was, you know, web design, so, and he was running his own web design company, and and he wanted us all to uh, listen to Tony Robbins' uh, Personal Power 2, and when I got to the Deepak Chopra interview, that was the first thing that really spoke to me was Deepak, because I was so into raw foods and natural healing, and so that aspect of what Deepak teach, teaches and taught um, was what hooked me to, into his, you know, whole deal. And then I just immersed myself in all Deepak stuff. And, and so it, it was very interesting because I had this very logical mind that believed in science and, and was very pragmatic. And Deepak's teachings just spoke to that because of his background as a medical doctor and quant- his fascination with quantum physics and all of that just made me realize, whoa, there's way more going on here than, than I thought. And, and I just, that led me down that path of, okay, now I'm in the New Age book se- section at the library, so um, they're out of detox stuff that, I, you know, I've gone through all that stuff, so let me check out this and this and this, and, and it just went boom, boom, boom until, you know, I started getting into channeled materials, um, which you know, work even beyond anything else. Like, everything else up to that was, was great, but when I got into channeled stuff, it was, like, just blowing my mind and, and speaking to my heart and my soul. And I, I felt like I was taking drugs when I would read people's uh, channeled materials. I, I was so mesmerized by all of it. Wow. I, yeah. Rachel's story reminds me of me a little bit in that awakening part because I I struggled with the you know I'm analytical I have a computer science and engineering degree and you know everything is as it appears and mm-hmm. and yet I was um, feeling like something was missing or I'm I was kind of stuck and. And I don't know, I, and a fear of death led me to some book all about death, which led me to the Seth material, which led me down the same road you went on. of like, holy smokes, there's a lot yeah. of <laughs> And it's hard <laughs> for the analytical to kind of process, or I, I mean, were you pretty quick to accept, or I mean, you certainly were drew on Deepak, yeah. because he's sciencey, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's exactly why it all. It it just. I didn't question it. I, I didn't question it at all. Um, it's funny because I think like the reason I don't know uh, because I, I I'm sure at times I see things now um, that I'm skeptical of for whatever reason, you know, because there's so much out there. There's so much in the new age. And sometimes I might see something and go, well, I don't know about that. But but for the most part, I just feel like the reason that everything that comes before me really speaks to me is because this was all always part of my path and part of my journey. And it's not just that I believe anything that I read or see um, or that I'm gullible, it's that uh, this is, like, I'm putting all of these things in front of me. Like, this was my plan, my strategy for my awakening, and so that's why I'm always 
led to the next thing that's going to really speak to me in a in a profound way. Mm, I love that description because I think a lot of people, when they get on this path, they're led by their excitement and their curiosity. And then they can pause and say, well, it can't be this easy, right? <laughs> and in <laughs> fact, we're the ones putting those things in our environment so that we can see them and resonate and be drawn ahead. So I really love the way you articulated that. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Um, and before we get to talking about your business, I know you know we're Facebook friends, and and I uh, I saw you make a comment a few weeks back about uh, foods. You definitely were drawn to a more holistic way of eating. It sounds like from when you were young. Well, I mean, I I kind of uh, my experience with uh, Western medicine is kind of interesting because. I used to get these horrible headaches when I was a kid, which I'm sure there's some reason for, like implants or, you know, some some spiritual reason that I'm unaware of, because there's no, like, you know, that my mom or whoever just would call them migraines. I don't know what, what, a, what classifies a headache as a migraine, but they were horrible. And, um, and I knew that nothing that I would take would do anything. Like, I knew, because I knew from experience, like, you take aspirin, you take Tylenol, doesn't matter. You, the only cure for this is get in bed and yeah. hopefully, fall, hopefully fall asleep because then when you wake up, it's gone. Um, so then so then that was kind of like, and it's funny because my dad, who like runs to the doctor whenever he gets a hangnail, you know, he, he had the exact opposite experience where he got stung by a bee when he was young. He was allergic and the doctor saved his life, you know. So then he always goes to the doctor and for me it's like well this stuff doesn't work you know so um so yeah so what got me into um it just always made sense to me like oh of course if it's if it's natural then it's better like and like I never even I didn't need anyone to prove to me that that was so it's just that was what made sense to me and so when somebody told me about raw foods I was like yeah, that makes perfect sense, of course. And then I just started researching, and that was 1997. And so by then I was like 25 years old. And, uh, yeah, that that's what oh. really got me down that path was just that I was always interested in in exercise and fitness and, and diet is a big part of that. And um, so when, when yeah. I heard about the raw foods thing, I was like, yeah, for sure. And then I... Then I won't even have to do any cardio to like burn off all the. Stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was always like trying to find ways to make it easier on myself, and so I'd have to like do less of a workout. Yeah. And that just made perfect sense. Oh, that sounds good to me. I taught a spinning class last night, and I thought I was going to die by the end of it. It was just so hot in that room. It's super humid here now, and yeah. dehydrated and. A lot of work. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Can you comment one day about eating for hydration? Are you still doing that? Or? Oh, that. Um, it's funny because once we got back, so we're moving, Lana, my wife, and I are moving to Kauai um, in December. And, like, that to me is the solution to my hydration situation because Ojai is so dry. It's mm-hmm. really hot. It's really hot here. We're not on the ocean. 
um, we're in a valley, and so it's it's usually not humid. It's been a little humid recently, but but I just figure like I need more moisture in the air, and I need to be around water um, because I'm constantly drinking water, and I I eat mostly fruit, and I'm still thirsty, you know. So it, it's really weird, and and um, and so at at a certain point. I realize, like, um, the foods I'm attracted to now are, I'm attracted to foods that, that hydrate me. Um, and everyone, and then, like, a few times throughout the day, I'll be like, oh, I really need some protein, and I'll grab some nuts and um, or something, you know, like that that has protein in it. Uh, so, wow. yeah, I, I, but I do feel like since we got back from Kauai, um, now that I know I'm moving there, it's like, it's like I don't feel as dehydrated as I mm-hmm. have been feeling like. But but I wake up in the middle of the night um, several times a night. In fact, I was texting Rachel this morning during one of my, like, get up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I was wondering uh, why you up early. For me, 7.30 is the middle of the night, 7.30 a.m. Yeah. It's, like, almost literally the middle of the night before I get to bed at, like, 2.30 so, um, yeah, so I get up and, and I eat, like, uh, orange slices uh, to stay hydrated because I, I'll have two liters of bottles, two bottles of water, liter bottles of water <laughs> by my bed. And even, like, that doesn't, isn't enough to quench my thirst. I need something that, uh, you know, I guess my body can hold on to. So, hmm. That, so yeah. I'm still, I'm, I've got like these, you know, stopgap measures for, for staying hydrated, but, um, but the, the true solution is to move to the rainiest place on earth, which <laughs> is the island of Kauai. <laughs> wow. Well, your pictures are beautiful from that trip. They did look tropical. It is so, it is so beautiful there. It's beyond, it's like, it's where they go to film movies like um, Pirates of the Caribbean and Jurassic Park and I'm sure many others that where they want like that type of foliage around. You, wow. know. you can go hang with David Wolf on uh at Noni Land. Yeah. Actually I've met him once in Santa Monica. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I know it sounds like we're stalking you on Facebook, but <laughs> I remember. Well, I'm on Facebook constantly, so I know things. Uh, I know like everything about every every single one of my Facebook friends because I'm yeah. constantly on Facebook. <laughs> uh-huh. And you were mentioning that you know this dehydration at first was kind of an energetic thing, so that you'd be pointed in the direction of moving. And it sounds like you know since you made the decision, it's gotten a little bit better. Right. Yeah, right. I do, I do think that. I do think like I always need some sort of catalyst or some kind of sort of like cattle prod to get me to to change something because I'm so I'm like so easily satisfied and contented and and get you know into my routines and then luckily I have Lana who's like doesn't want to live anywhere for longer than five minutes you know yeah so. <laughs> that must be a girl thing cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> removing too. Yeah. It must be. We're just restless, that's all. Or or you know what? We're sensitive. We pick up on the signs of when it's time. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah. It takes me a little longer. <laughs> so let's talk about um, your your business here. Um, you, I I remember when you were just channeling the Hathors and, and you'd have the occasional Q&As to now you're teaching channeling. You have a cruise coming up. You're doing all sorts of things. So yeah, has, yeah. Has the business naturally evolved? Did you have a bit of a plan, or you know, did you see yourself doing this like for a living? Yes, I knew that uh, that I wanted to do it for a living from the moment that I started channeling, and luckily I had some help getting started. Um, financially um because i got like a pre a pre parental death inheritance <laughs> my dad just said well you did you have all these baseball cards of mine someday anyway and they're just kind of like rotting in the basement and <laughs> they literally were like getting some of them were just getting destroyed by Connecticut weather you know, yeah. and squirrels and like, you know, like rodents getting in and, and eating them and making nests. Because <laughs> my dad just had so like a ridiculous amount of baseball cards from his business way back in the 80s and early 90s. So he gave all that stuff to me and I sold it and I've been able to maintain my, my lifestyle here of um, channeling for clients and hiking and eating raw foods and doing all the things I want to do. And and then Lana came along in uh, 2012, December of 2012, and uh, she is a, a, a technological whiz and a marketing expert. So, I mean, it, she just came along and was like, you should be doing this and this and this. And, and gradually I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. And then... Um, yeah, so she's the one who got me started doing Q&As and recording stuff that I would do and putting that on the website. And even I didn't even have, like, PayPal buy now buttons for my services that I was offering. So she got all of that going. And, and somebody asked me somebody asked me to do the cruise, um, and I said yes. And then somebody asked me if I would teach them channeling, and I said yes. And then... Um, once I taught her channeling a couple of times, um, I decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just start offering this to everyone and I love it so much. So, it, so in a lot of ways, things just, uh, happen for me, like <laughs> where, where, uh, you know, I'm just the, the, uh, beneficiary of good fortune. So, um, and you also but, say but, yes to the opportunity, though, because you know you yes, can. I am saying yes. Yeah. That's a big part of it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and I always say yes whenever somebody says, "Do you want to do an event uh, here?" And Rachel is one of those people that asked me if I wanted to do an event in Connecticut when I was visiting, um, and I was like, "Sure," and we had a really good turnout the first time that I channeled there and then the second time we did it like the night before Easter and it had a bigger turnout but still it was like a bunch of new faces so that was nice 
Yeah, people in Connecticut love yeah. you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. Wow. So what do you think is working best for you right now? Is it the the emails? Is it social media? What's your, you know, for others that are out there and trying to get something going um, in a spiritual. Well, I I will say that um, I'm I'm really grateful that I have the the subscribers on my email list that I do. Um, My, I have 600 and, 30, I think, people, and um, about 250 people every day read the quote that I send out, it seems like. But that's that's the number I always see, is that getting that many people opening the, the daily quote emails. And those have, you know, those emails have little uh, things at the bottom, like, oh, you could, you know, you could book a session, or you, there's this meditation that you could purchase if you click through, and um, so that's really great. And then I, I know that um, my newsletters that I send out are not like, <laughs> they're very like bare bones and like right to the point. And I know that I understand that when I see other people's newsletters and just because I know um, how much time Lana spends on her newsletters, that that the idea in a newsletter is to like give some free content and then be like, oh, and by the way, here's this thing that I'm doing. But I feel like I'm I'm sort of doing what I feel comfortable doing at this point, which is just sending the newsletter. <laughs> like, okay, I'm doing this on Thursday. I'm doing this on Monday. I'm doing this on Saturday. But um, so I think the newsletters are effective for me anyway, even though I'm not spending a lot of time um, creating a masterpiece with my newsletters, <laughs> and I don't like uh, Facebook is weird because Facebook is like Facebook is like a moving target. It seems like they <laughs> because I'm not paying Facebook anything, you know, like I'm not paying them to be boosted, boosted, or um, you know, in Facebook ads or anything like that. So, so like they're they're just it seems like they they want to they want to get people to do that. So like for, for instance, now there's limits how many people you can invite to an event. And now there's a limit to, and then they, then they even, I even got a message saying, well, some of these people appears don't want to go to your event. So if you keep inviting them, we're going to um, prevent you from well, like for two weeks. You won't be able to, create events or invite people to invite or something like that. And so like Facebook is tricky, but I, but I do have my own pages and I do have my, you know, my, my obviously my Daniel Stanton profile that, and all of that helps. And um, I use buffer uh, to put out like little posts about things I'm offering or, you know, and that I like that. Like that makes it easier on me to just put everything in my buffer and then have them send them out periodically. And but I don't know. It's like this marketing thing is. It's something that I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm learning and also like facing a lot of things um, about it because one of the things that 
I've always known about myself is that, like, if I was in a job where I had to sell, like, cars, let's say, and I had to, or, or anything, like, in a, in a department store or something where you, you have to approach people and say, hey, like, do you want to buy this, you know, that, it, and it's probably because I'm the type of person that, like, when I walk into a store, for the, if unless I approach you, I just kind of want to be left alone, you know. So I'm dealing with a lot of my own stuff when it comes to this marketing thing. And, in fact, I, I created a, a post about my appearance on this show today and posted it in all the um, Facebook spiritual groups that I have on my little favorites thing on the side. And I made a joke about my rise to fame and fortune on there, and someone wrote something um, in response to it about if you are making a fortune, then you must be good at being a parasite. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so immediately, like, my gut just goes, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, um, and it's it's funny, but obviously these are things that... uh, you know, we we have to undo this idea that, like, okay, if you're a spiritual teacher, you know, you, you there's this idea that we should just not have to live in society where there's bills and, you know, rent and things like that. I don't know, but um, but obviously I've... I've taken on some of that because I, I see the reflection of it in posts like that, you know. Yeah, so some some little piece of doubt is coming up for you. It, it's hard when you start looking at your world that way where everything's a reflection. <laughs> I find it challenging. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't just say, well, that guy's a jerk, you know, because <laughs> I know that that's just something that I need to see and I need – and, like, when I write something like that and then I go, oh, are people going to take me seriously? Like, people are really going to think, like, that I'm making a fortune at this? You know? Right. <laughs> because, <laughs> um, and, you know, who knows? I, it just seems like, um, yeah, there's just no hiding. There's just no avoiding our stuff anymore. And so, you know, obviously I feel like, um, you know, I – for the longest time, I thought, oh, my vibration. My vibration will just be the thing. And, like, my vibration is my advertisement. And people will just find me and, and I'll just trust and all that stuff. And then and then at a certain point when you realize, like, okay, I have to start paying the bills with this now, um, there comes, like, okay, there are these steps I could take and these steps that I could take, they increase my belief that um, my what I'm doing will get in front of the people who might want to uh, hire me for a session or, you know, participate in something I'm doing. And so, so I do those things, you know. Um, but I would much rather... I would much rather not have to promote or not feel like I had to promote myself at all. So, yeah, I know so many people in the same boat. 
that you know they're yeah. they're satisfied with their work, but obviously you know they do need to get the word out there. Well, I think a lot of yeah. that is with just like that embodiment of that that we're truly worthy of things without um, without any kind of attach like strings attached, like having to work hard, having to be a certain way, because we're only having to market ourselves and do things we're not really wanting to do because we don't fully believe that we're worth it, I think. Otherwise, it would just be vibration. Because right now, with our vibration, we're attracting having to market or having resistance to market. You know, it's kind of like, we'll get past it for sure. I mean, that's totally the path we're on. I think in the meantime, it's just us getting used to being fabulous creators, you know? Yeah. I I also want to add something that, because, um, Rachel, you know um, about Nora Harold and, yeah. and my connection with Nora, and, and I've been, she's been helping me for two and a half years now with, um, with not only my channeling, but with all the stuff that comes up around it. And I, and I tell her about this stuff with the marketing and how I just feel like I'm bothering people and I don't do it. And, and she's like, you know, here's the way to look at it from now on. See it as just another opportunity to shine your light. So when yeah. you're marketing yeah. yourself, you're shining your light. And that's, all, and, and that's how, you, you know, we have to see it rather than pushy or, you know. Yeah, yeah and like that person who made that kind of snarky comment today on Facebook is just not ready to see that light. You know, I, I mean, it, it, you can look at it both ways. It's a reflection of maybe some sort of internal doubt in you, or is it this person is just not ready? I, this is what I'm saying. It's better just one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's both. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's both, right? Both. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. a vibrational match for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So um, you originally were just channeling the creators, is that correct? That's right. That's, yep, the first group, yeah. And they okay. weren't even called that at first because I didn't get a name um, until, you know, maybe two years after I started channeling. Um, I, so originally everyone just called them Grandpa, which is so funny now. Like it seems like eons ago that anyone was calling them grandpa, but I never got uh, a name from them. And they were like, just pick a name. And I was like, okay, uh, well, my fiance at the time, this, this other woman, she was calling them grandpa. And I was like, okay, we'll just go with that. So um, uh, eventually I, I, I did a process where I got the name of the creators and then I got instant confirmation that that was the name and um and it fit, it really fits you know it's it's uh yeah it says a lot you know it, it really speaks to people um mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so yeah so, and you you channel is it four different entities or or I don't know mm-hmm. groups well, right I now. Well, I five now with the like unicorn. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The the unicorns are they're so new to me. Um, uh, well, they're not, they are and they aren't, of course. But but my channeling of them is so new that I'm not really putting uh, 
myself out there as someone who will channel the unicorn graphics for people. But if, if I do get a quote from them, then I'll post it. Um, but yeah, Michael, Michael, Archangel Michael, so present with me now that when I walk around um, in nature or when I get, you know, really centered in myself, just even in the house or taking a shower or something, I just, he just starts, or they just start coming through. Um, and uh, so it's it's always interesting because it's a, that, whatever comes through me automatically, like when I'm not trying to channel, quote unquote trying, <laughs> is it, it changes from time to time. So it was Ophelia for a while. It was the creators, obviously, and Ophelia and now Michael is coming through like, like just I don't know, just letting me know that they're that they're always there or um, Wow. Yeah. So can you describe like what that feels like? Like if, if you're just relaxed in your home and you're just getting information, I mean are are you verbally channeling or are you just getting a knowing? It, 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 well the thing is it's not really information. <laughs> um uh it's just the word yes over and over. So I channel the word yes. Um, probably hundreds of times a day. Um, and you, you, if you've heard me tell, you know that it's part of the the beginning part every time. There's like a yes, 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 and then there's a tone, and there's a yes, 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 and there's a tone. It's like it doesn't matter who I'm channeling, and there's yes is always in there. And um, and, and not just the word, but but I can feel because my voice changes and, and there's like a... Um, there's obviously an energy that's that's present too, and so so I am getting a transmission, um, but I'm not I'm not getting or not translating any of it into uh, anything you know that I can then um, understand as okay. a, like a mentally, you know, understand, but I'm sure I'm getting downloads when that's happening and I just mm-hmm. don't know but what they are. But it's more sense of a presence, <laughs> like you have, you have the sense that. I have, yes, and, and, I, and I definitely feel, I always feel it in my body when I'm channeling, so there's, there's definitely, um, it's definitely more than, than just saying the word yes. In, in, it, it's also the, it's like I embody that presence of Michael in those moments. I do really enjoy Michael's messages. You've been writing a lot from from him lately. Yeah, that's because I channel I channel uh, at the end of my hike, and he's coming or they're coming through the whole time that I'm walking uh, <laughs> on the hike. So I'm like. Yeah, just it should be really easy right now to channel something from Michael. So Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and what did it feel like to know, you know, you were doing the creators for a while and then, you know, suddenly somebody else is knocking on the spiritual door? What does that describe that? Well once again it was someone asking me to do it, so I was I I was doing like um like a channel exchange with someone where um, she wanted to work on her channeling, and I was like, okay, well, uh, who do you want? Um, do you want me to just this? At this point, I'm only channeling the creators, and so I'm like, do you want me to 
to channel something else for you so I can like stretch my, you know, my channeling muscles. And, and she said, yeah, I want to talk to a fairy. And I had actually channeled um, Ophelia at least once before she made that request, but I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. Like I didn't think, oh, I'm going to start doing this now. But then once Ophelia came through for her, it was so like, I felt so much love in my body and I felt so, so good. And, and like, it just, I, I really was attracted to the energy to the point where I wanted to do more Ophelia channelings. And so I did. And, and then eventually I got enough courage to say, okay, this is something that I'm going to offer now. And, um, yeah, and the half, and I, I was just playing around a lot um, after that with uh, like a freestyle form of channeling where I just say, okay, whatever beings that are here uh, from the light or of the highest uh, frequency that want to come through, just I'm open to channeling you, and then then that's how the half horse came through, and and Michael came through at a. Nora Harold retreat where she was channeling Michael and she said, um, does anyone else want to channel Michael? And immediately, like even before she said it, I could feel that, that they were there with me. And so, uh, you know, that got me hooked on Michael. And, and the unicorns was something I just was like, I would always joke with Nora about um, why isn't anyone channeling unicorns? And then I asked her on her last conference call, or ask the Palladians, the group she channels, about uh, why am I, like, why do I have this fascination with unicorns and I keep pulling unicorn cards from the angel card deck and, and they said, well, you, you had a lifetime as a unicorn and, you know, you're still working through some of the trauma from that lifetime and um, and I could immediately feel the unicorns uh, there with me and... Um, I'm like, I, I knew I was going to channel them soon, so I just decided one day on my hike that I would that I would tune into the unicorns. And, and that is really fun frequency for me to play with, too. I, I really enjoy their energy. Yeah, I was listening to that teleconference, and I was so excited when I heard that. <laughs> because... Oh. <laughs> I've al- I know this person from Connecticut, and I, I've always called him the unicorn because I just, you know, there are some people you can look at and they're like, oh, that's a fairy, or um, oh, that's an angel. Well, this this guy's a unicorn, and I haven't really gone into that frequency much, so I was really excited to hear that connection with you. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, we do have someone on the line that has a question, so maybe we'll just we'll go there and see. This is a seven two seven area code. Hello. 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 Yeah. How are you guys doing, readers? Hi. Good. 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 Thanks for calling. My name is Lisa. Hi, Hi Lisa. Lisa. Hey. Um, I just wanted to know if you guys have any messages for me. Um, I'll, I'll let Rachel and Megan take that because I mm-hmm. I don't really work as a psychic, so, so if, if they do, um, 
otherwise I could go into the channeling state, but um, what do you guys think? So, do you guys just uh, do an hour or so? I got something um, for you, Lisa. Okay, great. What I saw right away was a deck and planter boxes all along the railing and all these beautiful bright colored flowers in the planter boxes. And the message that's kind of coming around that is, like, your situation may not be ideal. It may be smaller, a smaller life than what you want right now and what you're capable of, but make the most of it. Plant those beautiful flowers and really look for all the color that you can and what you have now. And then then everything will open up. I feel like your potential is, like, enormous and you are the whole forest you know if you picture that deck and behind it is like acres and acres of forest the forest is really you it's just that right now you're kind of confined in a different zone is that really needing yeah definitely okay. thank you cool you're welcome All right. um <clears throat> lisa do you have a a barbecue coming up or a party or yeah i'm supposed to go to a fourth of july um party with my family yeah yeah i don't know i just got a strong sense of that but i don't know maybe keep your eyes open at the party okay yeah. that's all i got so thanks do you have anything else you said uh, so, like, when you say keep your eyes open at the party, what does that mean? Um, more, more just a feeling of, um, that you may meet someone there that may get some information there that you're not expecting or just to be open, open-hearted when you're listening to others in the family. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bye. thanks for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. So, any other questions for Daniel? I don't know, Daniel, is there anything that you want people to know about, you know, going with the flow in business and and being open to what comes up, even if it may be not something you're used to or maybe not something you're comfortable with? Because I know your journey with marketing has been, I think, would mirror what a lot of other spiritual people go through. Yeah, I would say that... um, God, you know, when I was a, when I was in a screenwriting program at UCLA, I, I, t- I took this program for two years, and I loved screenwriting. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about it. I've written 25 screenplays in my life, and um, the very last day, this guy gets up there and, and he's like speaking to all of us who are who are graduating from this program, and he says, you know, writing. It's just half of it. It's like you do, that's like half the work is the writing. 
And then the other half is like cold calling agents and producers and getting to know the receptionist at this place and, you know, sending her flowers and writing uh, query letters and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so not doing any of that, you know. <laughs> and, and it kind of like, and it, it, it kind of like thwarted my interest in even being in that industry to the I think I felt a little discouraged after that about becoming a screenwriter. And um, so uh, what I'm realizing is that now in the spiritual world that I'm in, doing my, doing my actual work, doing my channeling and my toning and teaching channeling and um, all the different things that I want to do with, my work, my radio show included, because, like, I'm now promoting my radio show, too. Um, it's when you get involved in, in, this, in this world of being a, a, a person, I don't want to, like, okay, I'll just say light worker, if you want to call a light worker, um, you do have to face those things, you know, that um, will come up for you in the way that they're coming up for me. And and um, part of the journey, it's, it's like becoming the healer or channel or psychic or whatever you want to do, becoming that part of yourself or letting that part of yourself shine. That's part of it. And then the other part is, is that you're still rooted in a physical world where there are things like bills to pay and there are things like emails and and websites to design and promoting yourself and all that stuff. And any type of stuff that you have around exposure is going to come up. Any of your stuff around money and spirituality, that's going to come up. And it's not a bad thing. Like, it's not bad things that I have to deal with my stuff because ultimately I want to be um, released. I want to release all of my judgments and fears and um, all those traumas from other lifetimes that are, that, that come up um, around all this stuff. So even though I'm, challenged by all this I'm I want to let all of you know who are maybe starting out or who have been out there with what you do and um, and are having the same types of challenges that I am um, it's part of the journey of your own ascension process and um, welcome it and embrace it and know that um, you're always going to get exactly what you need um, throughout the process to to help you. And, and the fact of the matter is, like, we're sitting here right now talking about it. And that's so great. I mean, it's so great that um, that we can step out from behind the veil and say, like, look... <laughs> You know we're people, and we're and we have stuff, and this whole like money and marketing aspect of spirituality is part of that stuff. That um, 
even if you're uh, one of my clients right now and you're listening to this, you can you can like understand a bit more about you know the the whole journey for all of us. And um, I just think that uh, it's it's not something to try to avoid. It's not something to try to transcend or you know, there are lots of people that want to work around it by saying, okay, I just want to live in a world where we only barter or I want to um, do something else that doesn't, where we don't use money or um, PayPal or any of those things because we want to create a new system. And it's it's wonderful that people want to create new systems. I, I'm all for that, but um, that's not my personal passion in life to create a new system. So, mm-hmm. so I'm still working within the system that we have. Yeah, and I I address the bartering issue because I agree. It's great that we're talking about this because we're all, you know, everybody's dealing with their own stuff, whatever it is. And if we're drawn to being in business for ourselves, this is just our chosen pathway of dealing with it, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the bartering thing, we don't realize that even if we didn't have money, we'd still be trading something. Like, we would be trading value for value. You know, like, mm-hmm. your goods for my goods, and we'd have to determine, like, what portion of your goods is equal to mine. And it doesn't really take away the judgment from the picture. So you know, in the self-worth piece. Right. So I get you, yeah. I did have someone approach me recently about uh, creating music for me for meditations and stuff like that. And and she was the one who offered the trade um, opportunity, and I jumped right on it. You know, of course, yeah. I yeah. I, I love channeling. You know, I, if, if anyone wants to trade something for my channeling – definitely approach me about it because I, I love doing what I do, something that I, that I want and I see the value in, in uh, trading for, then I'll definitely do it. Wow. Well, awesome. No. Well, we do have one more, <laughs> one more caller with a question, so we're going to go to area code 816. Hello? Hi, guys. This is Philip Brandon. Um, hey, how Phillip. you doing? Hey, what's up? (laughs) Hi there. Um, Hello. I'm really enjoying uh, the conversation. It's my first time actually listening to this particular show, but I'm listening to the Enlightenment uh, Evolution Network all the time. So uh, I'll just delve right into, uh, and I'll try to be concise about this, because I don't know if you guys are uh, just an hour or so or two hours, how much time you have left. We Um, we we do have up to two hours, so we have time. Okay, right on. Well, uh, I'm really, I'm resonating with everything that you guys have been talking about because, well, to start out with, like, for me growing up, the spiritual and metaphysical stuff, I grew up in going to Unity Church, and so that stuff was always really came easy to me. I didn't have any, like, rigorous beliefs to break through or religious religious trauma. But what the part that has always kind of seemed to be more of a challenge is just the life part. Like 
like Daniel, you were talking about their writing is half of it and the other half. Like, my creativity and my spiritual uh, side has been always easy, but the living in this physical world and the money stuff and the technical side of it, the marketing myself, uh, is what I'm really trying to work with now because um, I do a few things that I'm kind of passionate about right now. It's one of them is writing, and then also I was previously a massage therapist, but I haven't been practicing for several years, and I'm also working with uh, aromatherapy and essential oils and all those things. I I know that I'm good at, but I have a hard time... Um, like you said, I feel like I'm bothering people if I'm trying to use those talents and, and things to make money. So I just, uh, what I'll end up doing is putting it all out there for free um, just so I can do it. But then I feel like some resistance when it comes to receiving for some of that stuff. And And even if I like, I used to do trades for massage a lot, but I would always go above and beyond. I would feel like, Maybe it's because it's deep-seated and a feeling of it's not, I'm not worthy or I'm not as good as I think, so I need to really offer this person way more than what I'm going to receive for them in order to make it equal. So I don't know if that makes any sense. Definitely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, it, it definitely does, and um, I can see, you know, why you're feeling the way that you do. Um, and, but, you know, it, it, the one thing that, the one thing that keeps coming up for me in this, where we all are in, in this journey is that sometimes we just have to accept where we are. And if you're not feeling like you can charge right now and you're feeling like, trades is, is what you want to offer or doing it for free, maybe you maybe this is just a part of your journey and, and if we can just like accept that this is where we're at and um, that this is part of the journey and then as you get out there and you do it and people start telling you about how the kink in their shoulder, their neck is gone now, or they are complimenting you on what a wonderful um, massage therapist you are and they like your energy and all that. And then eventually, you know, you find that just by doing it and receiving that feedback, you get more and more confidence, your confidence builds, and, and you start to feel better about what you're doing because as you're doing it, you can start to feel like, you're exploring uh, your mastery of it. And, and then eventually you, you start to feel, you like hold your head up a little higher when you talk about your massage therapy and, and then you're putting yourself out there more and you're handing out more business cards. And so I think that, you know, where you are right now is, is perfectly fine and great. And, and if you can love yourself now, if you can love yourself where where you are at this particular point in your journey, then that'll be the most important thing that you get out of the whole thing 
is being able to look at yourself and and your current level of uh, confidence and say, you know what, I love myself anyway, and just do it and just and just do the massage that you that you're capable of doing. Um, that'll be the the biggest gift out of the whole uh, situation you find yourself in. Right. Well, that's thank you for that. Cause that is exactly kind of where I feel I am. I, my confidence is definitely raising, and I'm interacting with a lot more people. And it's funny because right as uh, right as you said the word feedback there, I was right before that. That's the exact word I was thinking of because I was going to say that I feel like my feedback right now, although it's not necessarily monetary, is uh, I just I do feel better. I just have a general better sense of well-being, and also just all the synchronicities on a day-to-day basis and then I feel like I'm getting more in tune with my energy and I can I can recognize when I feel when I get confirmation as far as like my head tingling or or a synchronicity mm-hmm. in the moment and I'm trying to just appreciate all of those things I do actually I mean that's my biggest passion just the feeling of it I just there are still bills to pay and that's just sometimes where I get back into a little bit of, of doubt or the, the feeling that I need to maybe I need to put more effort into it which is funny because I've been posting stuff about effort and hard work and stuff <laughs> like that but but I still feel like well there's still that doubt that creeps in like maybe I'm not working hard enough you know well you can always be a light worker no matter what you're doing you know, if you're working at, at the grocery store or you're working at whatever place that you that you find yourself working, you can yeah. still bring you can still bring healing energy and love and compassion for people um, in that, whatever you do, and that. and then you're actually out in the public meeting people, and and people are getting a sense of this is who you are, this is the energy. And then they're they're curious about you, and then you say, oh, I'm a massage therapist too, you know, and then they, they want to book a massage with you because so in a way, you know, you can you can just be living your life and you're you're actually out there marketing yourself by, by interacting with people in whatever yeah, walk it, of life that you're in. Exactly. It's about that's kind of making peace with where you're at, which is what allows you to then move forward. That's funny. Did you guys catch that? I just caught that kind of double meaning of the word light worker, like be a light worker, <laughs> not a heavy worker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't know if there's anything uh, based off I've been talking quite a bit. So if, if I didn't know if there is anything else maybe any of you could offer me based on whatever you're picking up on my vibration or, you know. I'm just, I'm feeling a lot of what Daniel was saying. I'm seeing you holding your heart and that there's this golden glowing orb that's just growing and radiating out and your best move is really just to embrace yourself and allow yourself to feel the love from, you know, the version of you you're being now, from your higher self, from, you know, your connection to the entire source collective. Just let as much love in as you can 
And that's really going to allow you to have a new awareness about who you are. And you'll be able to see clearer from now on, you know, what you want to do, how you want to interact with people, where there are boundaries that maybe you're uncomfortable with. Um, Yeah, I would definitely go with Daniel's advice and just allow yourself to, you know, have some time to be where you are and loving it. Right. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And I think I the only thing, the only thing I have to add is um, just to be open to using your gifts. It may not be exactly in the way you expect. You know, you have expectations like I'm going to use these oils a certain way, or I'm going to have a massage practice a, like everybody else. Perhaps just staying open that there may be new opportunities of. Per- present themselves to you. So just be careful with your expectations. So one more thing, Lynn. Like for you guys, um, was there a point in time where you kind of felt in a similar situation where before things really had taken off for you? Because, I mean, I I definitely feel great, but like I do, I feel like I'm on the verge of, of some type of breakthrough for things to manifest in my life. And I'm I'm just curious if you guys identify with that kind of feeling, that just that feeling like a bunch of stuff is getting ready to happen for you. Did, did you experience that, or was it more of a gradual uh, leading up to where you are now as far as working, doing what you're passionate about? I think for me, at least it was both. I mean, I felt the gradual lead up to it, but then I also felt like I would explode any second. And looking back, it was both. Like, I did explode, but I also, I put in a lot of time before that happened. And so in the time before that happened, I mostly felt like I had already made it. Like, I always felt like what I was doing was the right thing for me. I always felt like I was on my path. The outside circumstances didn't always show that. Like, I wasn't always making a good living and supporting myself doing my work. But even in those times, I always felt right. And and then when I really did start to have my circumstances match that feeling, it looked like, like wow, where did she come from? Like, <laughs> she's everywhere. <laughs> and I think yeah. that that's still happening. I'm still going to feel like there's a new level and grow. I think it just, it doesn't really ever stop. Right. Well, what I feel like is, because you hear this all the time, when, or at least when I'm listening to the people I love and channelers or or uh, whatever people out there that um, are doing what they do, I, I hear this often that, uh, you know, if you would have asked me four years ago or five years ago or even two or three years ago, that if I, if you would tell me that this is what I would have been doing back then, I would have never, uh, you know, believed it or been able to even conceive of it. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. Like in a little while, some years or however long it takes that I'm going to be in a place that right now I, I can't even really fathom. And so, I can definitely, I can definitely confirm for you the four years ago thing for me because right. <laughs> four years ago I wasn't even channeling at all. So, 
Um, but I but I was at that point where I was I was suspecting that something like that was was about to happen for me because I had had some involuntary movements and I had this experience in the middle of the night with a huge energy download. So like I got the feeling, but I wasn't. But yeah, four years ago today was an entirely different place. So right. um, and and I'm and. If, if I just sit back and, like, appreciate where I am right now because of how vastly different it is, my life is and and what I do is, um, uh, yeah, it's mind-blowing. It's, it's, really, uh, it's really great when I look at it from that perspective. So thank you for that, Phil. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. And I, I'll, I'll add one more thing, and then I'll let you guys maybe take some other callers, but... Um, like for me, a big part of, well, even before like a year ago, I mean, I've, I was listening to channeled stuff, but really only mostly Abraham, you know, and a couple others, but just in like this past year <clears throat> and finding this network and I, I can't even really look back and, and remember a time when I wasn't listening to all these great people like you, Daniel and Nora and uh, Rob and, and just all the people, all the stuff that I've, I've just opened myself up to channeled or not, just new, new perspectives that, uh, that even a year ago that I don't think I could have wrapped my head around or been ready to accept then, even though I considered myself a very open-minded person and open to all that stuff, but I, I just didn't even know all of it, that stuff was out there besides Abraham and Bashar basically, and now there's just so much information that I've opened myself up to, and a lot of that's been because of this network and, <clears throat> like, the the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group and the connections I'm making in there, so I just yeah. wanted to extend my appreciation to all of you guys and let you know how much fun I'm having with this, and it's pretty exciting, so. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome, Philip. I, I have to say, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm, I'm newer to some of these topics than than um, Daniel and Rachel are, and and it's it's you, once you open up to it, you can't go back. <laughs> right. Right. You know, you, because something's resonating, right? You're like, wait a minute. Right. I, yeah. I, just, I mean, moment to moment, just like talk about resonating. I mean, I my. There's times where just my entire body is tingling. There's been times when I've been on a call on the radio show. And just, yeah, I feel like receiving that type of confirmation through the synchronicity and the physical sensations is mostly how I'm getting it right now. I just, I'm loving it, so. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think trust that gut feel that, you know, things are happening for you and it's just one day at a time. And and uh, they are happening in in a year. Hopefully, in a year you can call us back and and tell us, <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't believe it's been a year and I'm doing this and this now. So, because I would not have said even a year ago that I'd be on a radio show. <laughs> That's all <awesome. laughs> right. Well, I wouldn't have even said six months ago that I'd be calling in and talking to people on a radio show, because like honestly, when I first started. Uh, doing this, I kind of had to force myself to do it because there's, an, like, anxiety there. 
yeah. kind of and uh, and now because I've gotten so comfortable with with you guys, it's just like I said, I, it's not something I would have even thought I'd be doing, and it feels good to be interacting with with people because I've always had the inner kind of uh, stuff, but I I felt just kind of out of place maybe because I wasn't surrounded with necessarily the right people that could uh, understand me. So, oh yeah, it definitely feels feel like that, you know. It's so yeah. great to connect with people who, for more or less, speak the same language. You know, it's it's so right. I love the community of this network. It's just really amazing. Right. So, all and right. Thank well, thank you, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. Your questions thanks, are well. amazing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Love you too. Love and you then too. throw it out there that. Um, you know, one of my big passions is marrying this whole physical world issue with spirituality and business. And I do have a program that helps people with that. And if you want to learn more about it, you can go to the Soulfulpreneur website. Um, that's Soulful with two L's. And on top, you'll see a banner, a link for a boot camp, the Soul Centered Business Boot Camp. And you can click on that link, and there's a little video. and a page that will tell you all about what it has in there. And, you know, there are so many spiritually heart-opened artists, creative people in there really working through their stuff with some structure. So if you feel like that would help you out, you can check out the boot camp. Great. And if you need a website to go along with that, (laughs) I would be happy to help you because that's what I do. I build WordPress sites and Joomla sites, so... If anyone ever has a question, shoot us an email at soulfulpreneur at gmail.com um, or you can find me at starboarddigital.com. And Daniel, do you have um, you have your cruise coming up? Did you want to talk about that or do you have anything else you want to mention before we go? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Check out the events tab on my website, danielscranton.com, for information about the cruise I'm doing in November, but uh, in the more immediate future, I have a live Q&A with Ophelia the Ferry on Thursday coming up, and I'm offering another group channeling, um, well, a, basically a learn learn to channel class, but it's for a group, because I do offer one-on-one sessions for learning to channel too, um, so that's the learn to channel tab on the website for both the group uh, classes and the individual sessions. Um, so that's basically what I have coming up in my show on Monday with uh, Christine Meyer as my guest, uh, Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, so you can fo- always find about all the shows that we're doing here on the network at the um, Enlightenment Evolution Network page on Facebook, but I also have a, a radio page on my website um, under the Me tab. You can see the Heart to Heart Talk Radio, and I post all the archives of my shows there, and, and also the the uh, link to the next show I'm going to do. So that's another way to find the show. Perfect. And if you're not yeah. on Daniel's email list to get his daily quotes, definitely sign up. It's such a good way to start the day. So you can do that at danielscranton.com. I mean it, too. It's fantastic. 
I read him and I read um, the notes from the universe. Mm-hmm. And Mike Dooley, those are my two. <laughs> that's how I start every morning. <laughs> and sometimes mm-hmm. coincide. <laughs> They're not great. Um, so um, just to wrap things up and remind people we're part of the Enlightenment Evolution Network on Blog Talk Radio and on Facebook. And we have shows every day of the week, or we will as of the end mm-hmm. of July. Um, Tuesday, July 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern, Victoria Vibes Kong will host a new show called Earth Sky People Radio. And Wednesdays, we have the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with Rob Gauthier at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, where he channels Chev and, ha- Trev, sorry, and has amazing guests such as channelers and other metaphysical teachers. And Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, we have Philip Malika's Consciousness Evolution Hour, and he covers a wide range of metaphysical topics from the perspective of the fifth dimension. And he's also on YouTube if you search Philip Malika. And Friday nights coming up very soon is Kalina Angel with the Earth Experience. I believe it's July 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And Saturday morning for the early bird, the worm, at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, we have the Odyssey Ascension with Roxanne Swainhart, and she is a uh, channeler and ascension guide. And then we have Daniel on Mondays. I love Daniel. Yay. Go to his website, check it out, do a show, do a Q&A, and you will feel so good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for co-hosting. And um, we were a little trio today. I love it. Yeah, it was awesome, Daniel. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, enjoy your hike. Yeah. Much love. (laughs) Yeah. I love you guys. Love you, too. Love you, too. All right. Thanks, everyone. And next week, we have, um, let's see, we do have a guest. Pranilla Lilla Rose is joining us. Yep, so definitely come back for that. And sign up for the updates on the soulfulpreneur.com website so that you know about the guests in advance. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye.